welcome to Chills and Kills, episode five. I'm Emma. I'm Becky. And I'm Tash. Hi. Are we ready for a minute? Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Yes, I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, we sing all the time. I'm so glad that that Emma said it off this time. We did. You know what? You know what you need to do when you edit it. I mean, I'm giving you more chores, but we need to just like um, I say, we. It's the absolute royal we. Um, but take all the snippets of us singing and just like post them. We could make an episode of us singing. I think that would be fun. I'll see what I can do. When we've got a Patreon, we should. <laughs> that should be one of our things. To nobody's going to pay for us to sing. <laughs> I disagree. I think I'm a good singer. I mean, we could do a Patreon to make us stop singing. <laughs> that, yeah. that could work. Yeah. Pay us to stop singing. I think it's <laughs> joyful, us singing. Well, we're a happy bunch. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, that was like the most depressed. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Uh, so sometimes when I publish episodes, I think it only works on Spotify. So you'll only ever see this if you listen to us on Spotify, but I post little questions or little polls, like, are you enjoying it? Are there any stories you'd like us to cover? Um, do you want us to do more chills and kills, you know, and people can answer. You guys didn't know that, probably, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that, no. So on our last episode, I think I posted, is there a case you would like us to cover? And uh, we got an answer. Ooh. Ooh. We got an answer from Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hello, Megan. And she said, can we please explain to her the last episode of Lost? <laughs> The last episode of Lost? Yeah. Yeah, I can explain that to her right now. Can you? They're all dead. That, well, it's a debate. Well, my understanding was they were all dead. That, that's it. They're all dead. We they, should have probably put a spoiler alert in there. Hang well, on. Well, too late. They're all dead. <laughs> and, uh, Didn't it come out in like 2008? I mean, it's old now. Everybody's longer than everybody's... that. Longer than that. I think it was out when I still lived in England. So we, I moved to England in two thousand and four. So I reckon that show first started in like two thousand and two. Did you move back to England in two thousand and four? No, I mean, I meant I. No, I moved to France in two thousand and four. Did I say the other, uh, other you way said around? The opposite. Yeah, my bad. So I moved to France in 2004 when I was a teenager and then I moved back. Then I moved back to England in 2016. Uh, that makes more sense. I was like, I know it was a while ago, but 2004 seems a very long time ago. 2004, I didn't even ago. know you. 2004, I was like a 13-year-old, so. <laughs> uh, wasn't that weird? No, wasn't that like one of the weird times that I did know you and was wondering why but you were hanging later, out? a bit later. I think I was about 15, maybe. Oh, maybe. In fact, I was 15, and I know I was 15 because I was with my ex-husband then. I wasn't married to him when I was 15, but I was with him then, 
and I met you at our friend's birthday party, which was in the pub that you worked in. And I was with another friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do yes. you remember that? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. I, may, I mainly, I think I remember being with you in a pizzeria one time. The pizzeria was me. Oh. How dare you mix us up. But maybe oh, no. the pizzeria as well, because I used to hang out with that other friend all the time. The No, the no, you and common. your ex-husband, you and your ex-husband and that friend was definitely at pizzeria with me one time. So that will because be... I remember, I remember thinking, this is odd. Yes, yeah, so very odd. young. So odd, Why? wasn't it? It was. Yeah. But hey, but it all ended it well. It was slim pickings in France, wasn't it? So... It was just a group of people that was sort of similar age-ish, um, but not even really, because when you're 14 and people are like early 20s, that's a massive age gap. Yeah. It's huge. But now not weird, like, because the age gap is still the same. Yeah. <laughs> but now not weird. But now not weird. And now we're making a podcast. Look at this. The first first few times I met you, I was like, this is just so strange. I think it was because the person you were with as well. I was just. Like, I also just remember with... coming to your house actually with her. Do you? And a man called. <laughs> you know, she used to give everyone names. Oh yeah, and we was came with Brian, Brian G. Brian G. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a French man? Definitely not called Brian G. I think I remember someone that used to say was called Brian G. But I yeah, it will definitely oh. be him. Definitely wasn't called Brian G. have no idea what his name was. Oh, he was such a lovely guy. Did I ever tell you about the very awkward moment I had with Brian G? No. We were really good friends because he was actually friends with one of my ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Um, so we hung out all the time because I was interested, obviously, in his friend. Yeah. And we got, he's a really nice guy. So we got really friendly. I mean, Brian G was lovely. So nice. Yeah, Brian G was lovely. He's still lovely. Yeah. He's a family man now, I think. Oh, is he? He wasn't a family man when I hung out with him. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we talk like people are interested about our (laughs) We're interested, so who gets? (laughs) I'm invested in Brian G. (laughs) I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I just remember I was outside said pizzeria yeah brian g yeah probably having a cigarette or something yeah and he just like came on to me oh bless like, him oh brian decla- <laughs> d- declaring his undying love for me and i was like oh no no brian g <laughs> no <laughs> but i'm so sorry but no but the sweetest guy though wasn't he he was, he was, but the thing is, his friend was always also the sweetest guy, and I was like desperately in love with his friend. Was so, the friend who you were then with for a while, yeah, 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 like seven years, yeah. Um, but oh, I felt bad, you know, like kicking a puppy, yeah, yeah, that kind of bad, yeah, can, yeah, yeah, because he's just so nice. He was, he was a nice guy. So, back to Lost. In res- in response to uh, Megan, I looked it up and I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you looked it up and you still don't know? No, still don't know. Well, what do they say when you look it up? It's extremely complicated and I suggest Megan go and look it up. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, it's... Take a look quick. No, darling, it isn't quick. There is no <laughs> quick answer. It, it's so complicated and I can't get my head around it. And also I haven't watched Lost in years and years and years. So half the people have no idea who they're talking about anymore. So just just know I tried, Megan. They are dead. I don't know if they all died at the same time. I don't know if they died one after the other. I don't, I, I've no idea. But they are all dead. Oh. So let's move on. Who wants a spooky story? Me, please. (laughs) (laughs) So tuneful tonight. (laughs) So tonight, I'm just going to quickly talk about some cryptids because we've never done cryptids, I don't think, have we? What does that even mean? A cryptid? You don't know what a cryptid is? No, I don't know what a cryptid is. Do you not know what a cryptid is either, no, never Becky? never heard of it, ever. Why the fuck are we doing this podcast? <laughs> Seriously. I'm the murder one. Well, we all know that I'm here for singing, sex chat, and just generally being quite immature. So, you know, that's why I'm here, guys. Laughing at the word, uh, the word diction. That was Becky that laughed at that. And the reason- you laughed at the put the finger right. on it. You <laughs> laughed when I said put the finger on it. I did. And, uh, unless they- you're on our social media, you will have no idea what we're talking I- about because that all got cut I out. I absolutely but- did laugh at that. But the reason I laughed was because I'd been suppressing the laugh at Becky's <laughs> immaturity. See, it's <laughs> catchy. And it was the final straw. <laughs> For anybody who isn't in, on our social medias, get over there. I said a sentence and it had the word diction in it. Becky then bursts out laughing because obviously it's she's you, like a 12 year old boy. Diction. There was <laughs> a di- little bit. You did really emphasize it. Yeah, you said dick and then you said shun not as loud or with a slight pause. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then. Afterwards, I go on to say that there was something he couldn't quite put his finger on and then they both lost it. And the amount of times I had to say that sentence, I think I had to say it like five times you before we could get through it. You basically just on as well. You were so annoyed at us. I was just like, I'm just going to keep when going. When you kept going, you said the word diction about <laughs> six times. <laughs> you kept going back to that word. Yeah. Well, I had to. <laughs> but you knew that was the issue. <laughs> For editing purposes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so cryptids. I can't believe you don't know what a cryptid is. A cryptid is like a Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or um, the Chupacabra. So surely that's that's like a... um... A cryptid. No, but there's another word for that, isn't there? Like a legend. An urban ledge. What? No. An urban legend, isn't it? An urban... Are you saying Nessie doesn't exist? Well, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Well, you are if you're calling it an urban legend. because I can't 100... Nobody can 100% say it exists. Like, Bigfoot is like an urban legend, isn't it? (gasps) Yeah, but have you ever seen it? Have you ever been there? (laughs) So, no I suppose one... One non-believer could call them urban legends. 
but they yeah. are the creepy creatures that live out there that no one really sees um but we all know about and they're called cryptids there you go so we've learned a new word every day is a school day especially with teacher emma yes so i'm gonna start with the first one who's called the hide behind well that's not creepy is it he's a pretty creepy dude so the hide behinds are a type of cryptid that live in the woods in northern america and canada so it's okay girls we're safe good they only come out at night, so if you're hiking, don't get lost or don't go alone because they don't tend to attack people that are with other people. So as the name suggests, they're very difficult to see because they hide behind stuff. Yep. So that their prey, which is us, humans, oh. never see them coming. They're extremely thin and therefore it's easy for them to conceal themselves behind trees. You may hear them shuffling behind you, but you'll never see them. Well, how do people know what they look like then? Well, nobody really knows what they look like. And if you do, if you do know what they look like, it's you too late. No. Yeah, you're fucked. They are said to be extremely strong and powerful and have been around for a long time. As when colonial lumberjacks would disappear, people would say that they, they had got eaten by the hidebehinds. Okay. So that's as early as the 1900s. So the hide behind grabs people from behind. I feel like I'm saying behind a lot. <laughs> it's a good word. <laughs> yeah, but you know when you say a word too much, it sounds weird. Like last week when we were saying that man's name. Neil. Neil. And <laughs> we just couldn't stop saying it. <laughs> or diction. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So the hide behind grabs people from the behind. Oi, oi. <laughs> Drabs them back to their lair and devours their intestines. I wonder how they eat them. Like spaghetti. Nice. Slurpy. <laughs> so they don't like the smell or taste of alcohol. Oh. So if you drink before going into the woods late at night... I don't, which... I don't recommend drinking alcohol and then going in a walk in the woods. Well, this is exactly what I put. It's a terrible idea. But if you do, if you have a drink of alcohol before you go, you should be safe. But how much After are we all, here? I don't know, a few shots. Just get some yeah. in your guts. Oh, I love cause... shots. Well, it, it didn't say that you need to drink a lot of alcohol. If you just have the one glass, you're still, you know. Who, who is ever having one glass? I don't know. It's zero or three. Yeah, I agree. Go hard oh, or go that home. Rhymed. Yep. You're a poet and you didn't even know it. So, yeah, if you have a drink, you should be safe because at the end of the day, all it wants to eat is your guts. So it's not going to want your guts if they're full of booze. If you want to see some incredibly creepy videos of the hide behind peeking at people from behind a tree, just go on TikTok or YouTube. Oh, really? And type in hide behind and there's some pretty disturbing videos out there the odd arm coming out from behind the tree and then quickly going back in oh. so as if hide behinds weren't a good enough reason to stay out of the woods at night how would you feel if you saw a humanoid creature walking on all fours with very pale skin and no hair looking at you like gollum a bit like gollum yeah yeah that's quite a good description actually yeah. So that's what people call the rake. They call it the rake 
as it has long claws on its hands that look like rakes a garden rake oh yeah i mean these names (laughs) very descriptive who's coming up with them (laughs) so it mostly attacks and eats small animals but it has been known to attack humans for unknown reasons when hunger strikes the rake doesn't want to eat you oh but it can do some pretty serious damage it is said to be extremely fast one story I read said it was easily keeping pace with a car doing 90 miles per hour. Blimey. That's really fast. I mean, that's redonkulously fast. But it disappeared when another car came the other way. The earliest reports of rake sightings date back to 1691. There have been many reports since throughout the ages. One such sighting said it had hollow black eyes, which terrified people to their core. Attacks from the rake leave people scarred for life. One person even committed suicide and left a note saying he was being tormented by the rake and he was so frightened he could not continue living. Bloody hell. Another thing it has going for it is, yes, it generally likes the woods but has stalked people at their homes as well. And as if that isn't horrifying enough, it almost it also mimics people's voice. But you can tell it doesn't quite, it doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. yeah. It almost has a metallic sound to it. Mm. And also, here's the fun part. It screams too. Oh, God. So here are a few uh, quotes that I found from people who have seen a rake. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. Sorry, you okay I there? see... Yeah, yeah, it's written three times. I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow, black. They saw me and pierced me. His wet hand, I will not sleep. Wet. (laughs) And that's a journal entry from 1880. Oh, it's scary if it's in the 1800s. So poetic in 1880. Yeah, they they were good with words, weren't they? Yeah, now we'd just be like, for fuck's sake, that shit me up, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and here's another one as i prepare to take my life i feel it necessary to appease any guilt or pain i have introduced through this act it is not the fault of anyone other than him for once i awoke and felt his presence and once i awoke and saw his form once again i awoke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next wake up to. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. Oh. So there you go. That's depressing. That's the the hide behind and the rake. I'm confused to how the rake runs. Do you think it runs how we run, you know, like flapping around? Or do you think his rake hands are hanging behind <laughs> him like Naruto? I'm imagining him like a cheetah. I think that maybe when he runs, he could be on all, on two legs. What? Look it up. There are videos. Yeah. They're horrifying. Ooh. Okay. This is the stuff of nightmares. Well, do we want to look it up then? Well, <laughs> I feel like you need to. But like informa- informational. Informational? No. Informative purposes. Yeah. I think you have to. Oh, God, my cat just jumped up at the window and I nearly shut my hands. <laughs> Don't do that. That'll make a mess. <sighs> oh, 
This podcast is fun. Right, Bex. What you got for us, babes? Right. I uh... Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. 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 Right. I got a story about... It was on a thread about people that have been kidnapped or that were missing persons and it was their survival story or the story about how that happened. So it's just a shorty. So this is this one was set in nineteen seventy five. I was a two year old American child living in Iran. This was before the fall of the Shah and America was in quotes friendly with uh with Iran. Iran? Iran, isn't it? No, Iran. Why am I saying Iran? I don't know. Where did you run to? Nowhere, because I'm a, f- <laughs> a fat fuck. <laughs> Ran to the donut shop, that's what I did. <laughs> uh, my father was an independent contractor training the Iranian military how to fly helicopters. We lived in a beautiful home in the expat part of Tehran. But I was... um. A blonde-headed, blue-eyed toddler, which was a rarity in these parts. One afternoon, while my father was at work, uh, my brothers were supposedly at school. My mother decided to go to the market with her friends. She decided to leave me with the trusted maid, but this was rare. She had developed a excellent relationship with our family and my mother fully trusted her to watch me alone. Is this going to be a mistake? Mm. My mother returned several hours later to find a completely empty house and obviously went into complete panic. She called my father, all the other experts and the embassy to launch a search for me. My two older brothers that were supposed to be at school but had actually skipped to hang out at the market and smoke hash and eat pistachios with the locals. I mean, (laughs) what a day to be alive. Do you want to go smoke some hash and eat some pistachios? Hell yes. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a, a good time. They're such a chore to eat, though, aren't they? Pistachios. Like, delicious. Oh, they're worth the fight, though. <laughs> to open them. <laughs> they noticed... Right, so my, his brothers are in the uh, in the streets eating those pistachios. Pistachios. That's definitely not how it's said. Pistachios. It is now. With how fun does that sound? Pistachios. That's how we should call them. They noticed our maid and saw that she was carrying a child. They approached her and saw that the child was me and that she was talking to a man they didn't know. My brothers ran over and confronted her and she screamed and put me on the ground and ran away. But I don't know why, I just kind of see it as, ah, and then putting the baby down and running away, just like it'd be really badly acted. I don't know why. But it was real life. (laughs) Um, Why didn't you just turn around and say, oh, hi, we're just at the market getting some shopping. She's the maid. She didn't think on her feet, did she? Ah, so she knew she was in trouble. Yeah, and um, obviously just couldn't keep her cool. Wasn't used to kidnapping children. And uh, obviously her screaming and running away 
caused a little bit of commotion in the area. And so she was captured by the market security. Um, later, they come to find out that she was taking me to a slaver, attempting to sell me to some strange sex trade looking for blonde hair and blue-eyed children. Oh my mm. God, that's horrible. That is disgraceful, isn't it? The police took her and we never heard anything about her again. I was saved from sex trafficking by my delinquent brothers. Hey, yay for pistachios and hash. Yeah. I mean, as a parent, do you discipline them for bunking off school or not? Hell no. If they've just saved like your two-year-old's life, True you're like, that. thank fuck you were there. Hell no, you don't discipline them from bunking off. What a feeling though, coming back home and then no one's there. Oh, horrendous. Well, your stomach could just drop, wouldn't it? I was just going to say there are 840,000 children a year that go missing, which is disgusting and nobody's doing anything about it and people need to start doing stuff about it. Yeah, they really do. Because there's something going on and you can't tell me that people in high places don't know it's going on. Well, it's them that's hushing it up. Not, not all of them, obviously, but look at Jimmy Savile. Lots of people knew... I don't want to look at Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I know that people kind of come out with stuff like this once he's been exposed and that, but I never, ever liked him. And my granddad never, ever... He was like, ooh, no. He's, he, I think mine was that he does look a bit weird, doesn't he? And that's probably... And he wasn't of our generation. Uh, but no... I've always found him found him creepy. Absolutely. He was definitely more my generation and I've always thought he was creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I never wanted Jim to fix anything. No. Thank you. No, thank you. I've got one more tiny story. It's on his shorty. And it's on the same thread about missing persons. My mum brings this one up all the time when she feels like making me feel bad. It um, hardly snows where I live, so when it does, it's kind of a big deal. I was 12 and so, so excited that we got about a foot of snow uh, overnight and school was cancelled. I remember playing in it all morning, then thinking about how I must try out my bright blue sled later with a friend on the hill nearby. We lived in a very quiet country neighbourhood with very little traffic. After calling my friend, I grabbed my trusty plastic sled and trudged out into the winter wonderland. It takes me about 10 minutes to get to her house and we eagerly head to the hill, which... Uh, <laughs> do you Did you have a, a hill to do sledging on where you used to live? Or maybe in France? We've got a hill. Yeah, we had we a really good hill. No, I don't yeah. think I do. And uh, occasionally my uncle my uncle Phil would bring out his sledge of doom and that was the, the fastest one in the world. Yeah, but you, you're you obviously from up north. It doesn't really snow much where I live. Yeah, it doesn't snow often uh, where we live, but when it does snow, it tends to snow a lot. Anyway, on with the story. So we went to the hill. It was so awesome and we had fun for hours. Sledging is ace, ma'am. It is. Uh, I'm feeling joy as I'm reading this. I brought a sledge for the girls when it was um, lockdown 
in preparation, hoping that we would get some snow, and it's still in the bubble wrap in my garage. <laughs> oh, sad. Which is actually a shed, not even a garage, which is even sadder, because I'd rather <laughs> have a garage. After a few hours of playing in the snow, I was completely soaked through, and my f- cheeks were frozen. Oh, I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, I decided to make my way home in such a state of ecstasy from the fun that I'd had. I hurry onward and I start walking up our drive and the snow is trashed. There are tire marks everywhere. All the ice is broken in the pool. I'm like, what the hell happened? So I went in. I hoped everyone was okay. Well, it turns out that I didn't tell anyone where I was going. My parents and older brother had no idea where I had gone. They'd called the police, the fire department, who had then come over and broken all the ice in the pool, thinking that I had gone through the ice and died. Oh my God, I bet he was in so much trouble. According to my mother, they also had uh, got uh, scent dogs in trying to find me. I mean, those scent dogs weren't very good because they didn't find you. Yeah, and he wasn't that far. Yeah, that's about it. There was just a big search on for him that it was all called off and they were all really mad. That was it. I know it's not very murdery, but it's just uh, the sort of thing that I would do. Yeah. Did you ever get lost or anything like that when you were younger? I ran away once. (gasps) Did you? There were so many runaway stories on that thread. Um, I ran away and literally nobody noticed I was gone. Oh, I was only no. tiny as well. <laughs> I was probably like seven or something. Oh, no. My big brother had a friend coming over and I had a crush on this particular oh, friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's always the big brother's friends. And um, my sister, I don't know if she knew about it or if she was just winding me up, but she was saying oh, when he gets here, I'm going to tell him that you fancy him. And I was just mortified. So I got my bike <laughs> and uh, I, I, ran, I ran away. And, uh, you know, we used to live on the grounds of this big manor house. Yeah. 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 So I've left my house and I've gone down all the grounds on my bike thinking I'm going to go see my dad at work, you know, because he would have been at work at the manor house. And uh, I think I got a flat tire and just gave up and started walking back. Uh, oh, actually, it's not true. People had noticed I'd gone missing because my other brother, so the middle brother, had come looking for me with our Doberman. And it was our Doberman that came to meet me halfway up. And uh, my brother was like, what? what are you doing? And then I was like, all sheepish. So that was my runaway attempt. <laughs> Oh, I could just imagine a little like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Did you um do like in the cartoons where you get a stick and like a little spotted handkerchief thing and put all your stuff in it? <laughs> I don't think I packed anything. I was just like, oh shit, she's going to like reveal my, <laughs> my most secret, secret to this guy. <laughs> I've just got to, I've just got to leave. So I think I just grabbed my bike and left. <laughs> At which point I can imagine my siblings were all like, oh shit, we're going to get in so much trouble if we don't find where she's gone. Mm. Uh, I hadn't gone far. I was literally like 10 minutes down the road. I, I, I wasn't far. Did you do anything like that, Tash? 
I actually, a story's just come back to me now. And I think you were there, Becky. It was when um, we hadn't long lived in France and we used to go to French lessons. Do you remember at that lady's house? Yeah, yeah, we used to go. Yeah, I used to go there as well. And um, I remember having a row with my mum one day and we got there and I was like, I'm not going in for lessons, don't want to do it anymore, I want to move back to England, blah, blah, blah. And um, she was like, you're going in for your lessons, all that jazz. I obviously didn't. I got out of the car and I'd like slammed the door and like walked off like back down the road. And I just kept walking and walking and walking. And uh, I mean, obviously didn't get very far because everywhere's a million miles in France, isn't it? So, yeah. um, I mean, I, I think she just drove and found me. But <laughs> my intention was to walk her back to England. <laughs> well, so, kids are so dramatic, aren't we? we? I mean, I was like a teenager. I was like... Yeah, but also bloody hard being moved to a different country, learning the language, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. No, and to be fair, I can't imagine moving countries as a teenager. You yeah. know, I was little, it was, and it was hard. So you know, yeah, yeah. Um, as a as a teenager, leaving yeah, all your horrible. mates behind and new country and everything. But then you met Becky. I yeah. met Becky, and yeah, then I you did. met me, and then I met you. So. And it's yeah. all meant to be. Yeah, I know. And now we're making this. a podcast. Um, but I, that's it. I don't think I don't remember any other um, situations happening. How about you? I don't think I've ever run away, but I did get lost once for hours. Can you get lost on a beach? <laughs> so I did. <laughs> I really... What it was is um, um, what made it worse is uh, I'd broken my elbow. I'd fallen off a slide and broke it really bad. And I had it in a cast for ages. Uh, mm. We were on a, it was summer holiday. I think I was seven. Uh, and we'd put like a Tesco's plastic bag over the top of it. So I didn't get it wet. I really remember <laughs> your mum telling me this story before. <laughs> and uh, we went down to, we went with some friends and some family. And we went down to the water and our friend that was, the adult of the group of kids. It was, I was with my brother, sisters, uh, my, my sister, my two brothers and some cousins and friends and that. It was a big group of us actually that had gone to the beach. And um, the adult that was watch, watching us, our friend, um, was he had a camcorder. He was the 90s, so about 97 this was. So he was camcorder all the time and he was like oh look at the waves and like looking around and that <laughs> and he was like oh well, let's go back then let's go back to the to the adults a bit further up the beach and I went yay and turned around and started walking and I'd been walking for a while and then I turned around and realized that no one was there and then everyone in the 90s everyone had the same windbreak everyone had the same beach furniture so everyone looked the same so I started walking along the beach and actually we realized not long after this that um, the reason why I couldn't see anything is because I was actually super, super blind and needed glasses, but really badly. Oh, bless your little heart. <laughs> oh, we um, can only see a meter away, blurry. So you're on your beach, you're blind, you're broken. <laughs> so I keep walking along the beach and I ended up walking for so long that I was on a different beach. 
Oh my god! Yeah, and they had to get um, all the lifeguards out, and people. My mum, my grandma, everyone was looking along the water, you know, making sure that they don't see me in there. And eventually, they found me, and I just remember turning round, and I heard Becky like that, and I turned around, and I could see the silhouette of my mum, and it almost looked like the sun was like just behind her, and I was like. Oh. It was like a on a um, like on a film. Oh, she, like like an angel <laughs> appearing. Yeah, slow motion oh. ran, but no one helped me. Just like a random child, seven year old walking along the beach. I think this woman started looking at me like, "Ooh, she kind of looks lost." And then mum found me anyway. Bless your little heart, yeah. little blind Becky, <laughs> with with my arm in a cast, <laughs> in a Tesco bag. <laughs> I've just remembered that I actually did get lost once in a supermarket and it was very embarrassing because I'd had knits <laughs> and <laughs> we've all had knits you, uh... <laughs> why is that so funny <laughs> so hang on that's not the embarrassing <laughs> bit everybody gets knits yeah right? exactly yeah you know what my hair's like. I have extremely so thick. It is oh, but so it's a nightmare thick. getting oh my God, out of I your hair. So your mum having to de-knit you. Well, we couldn't get rid of them, so I ended up having a pixie cut. Oh no! And so I'm in this shop with my pixie cut, <laughs> and I'm completely lost. So I go to the. Um, uh, what's the word in English? The echo. The reception. Uh, oh, like the help desk. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the main desk thing. And I say, I can't find my mum. <laughs> you know, I've no idea where my mum is. I'm lost. <laughs> the lady says over the loudspeaker in this sh- supermarket, wherever it was, I've got a little boy here oh. <laughs> and he's lost his mummy. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think you've told me this before. I had to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say to oh her, God. I'm a little girl. <gasps> Why wouldn't she ask your name or your mum's name? I don't know. She just, she just didn't. She just went, we've got a little boy <laughs> here and he's lost his mummy. And I just remember how fucking embarrassing <laughs> it was to have to say, I'm a little girl. So anyway, so my, my mum, she corrects it and my mum comes and gets me at the front desk and the next stop on our uh, little shopping outing was me getting my ears pierced so nobody would ever think I was yeah. a boy again. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you. that's so funny. That's absolutely killed me. Uh, yeah, a little boy. Oh, oh bless for you. Well, bad times, man. My childhood was so funny. Do you know what? Traumatic. It just made me laugh so much because I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> What? As soon as you said pixie cut, I was like, I, know I had coming. no idea. <laughs> I thought you were going to oh, scratch dear. your head and they were going to say, I have a girl here, but she's, I think she has knits or something like that over there. <laughs> knit head. Here. No, the pixie cut, the pixie cut did it and uh, we got rid of the knits. I didn't have knits, but I just looked like a boy. <laughs> oh, bless you. Anyway. Oh, babe. Shall we wrap it yes. up? 
I think I've embarrassed yeah, myself let's. enough with, I think, what, a total of three mortifying <laughs> stories? That's not, ba- that's, that's not bad for one episode. Not bad. All right, then. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, stay safe, guys. Don't kill people. And keep it weird. Bye. 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 Bye.